I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Advanced Analytics Podcast. I just did the name wrong. That's a bad start. You could My just name start is Guy again. Williams. What'd you say? Well, when you're only three seconds in, you could just start again. No, I can't start again. I'm when I start rolling, you know it's uh, party time. Uh, joining me, that voice was my brother, a man who got banned from Reddit for two days. It's Paul Williams. Good to be here, and I think my ban has just lifted. So congratulations! Yeah, I, I hope oh. so. Huge news, true. And uh, that other voice is a man who has bet a hundred dollars on Bam Adebayo winning the finals MVP. It's JT. Hi, permanently banned from Reddit. Really? Are you? Yeah. Yeah, because I was um, a moderator on Arthur Donald. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Donald Trump subreddit? Do you know about Arthur Donald? No. <laughs> Arthur Donald was like, so you know how Reddit actually is pretty, for, you know, everyone bashes Reddit for being nothing but like um, privileged young men um, yeah. spouting yeah. trash, which is like true, um, outside of the magic subreddit, obviously. But, <laughs> but actually Reddit, Reddit was pretty progressive. Well, not progressive, but pretty onto a whole lot of stuff. And they are the Donald, and there was an, another QAnon one was like the first outposts of 4chan, which was like real vitriolic trash mm. on Reddit, and they just got rid of them all, just shut them all down. Yeah, well, nice. nice. Mm. So congrats, and, Reddit. And JT was the admin of all those pages. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I hate Reddit for that, obviously. <laughs> Free it's speech. Time. It's t- what do you say? Free speech. Free speech. It's time for a bit of NBA free speech. This podcast, I've already introduced it, is Advanced Analytics. I am depressed. Okay, wait, should I give you my bombshell? Well, okay, drop your bombshell. I was just saying, I was just admitting that I'm depressed, but you drop in your bombshell. But, I, but I'm. Um... I wanted to drop this bombshell before you said anything. Damn. Uh, so I've left the I've left the game on the end of the third quarter to do this podcast, and I'm gonna do I'm gonna try and go as long as possible, offering opinion that could be both valid if the Lakers won or lost. <laughs> okay, this is this is mad. You literally Alex, extended when we recorded so you could watch the game, and you didn't manage uh, to watch all of it. Ah, uh, because I got suckered into the massive Tyler Hero um, highlights package at halftime. <laughs> that okay. really went all out. Who won? Lakers I got bad won, news, mate. mate. The the Lakers the Lakers won. It was a good game, yeah. though. I thought it was a good game. Yeah, I thought it was really even. No, you didn't see it, Paul. You I got saw three thoughts? quarters. Yeah, yeah, it was pr- it was pretty tight the whole way. Um, um, a few key plays just down the stretch. Um, Contavious yeah. Caldwell Pope, KCP he, and Rondo came up big. Well, KCP so, was good the whole game, so I can weigh in on that. Yeah, okay, proud of you, man. Um, he he hit a, a big corner three and then a uh, a annoyed, drive over Robinson. It, Robinson did it, a good contest, but too it good. annoyed me at the end, like how it seemed like the the play people were like 
the main play people cared about was when um, AD hit that three. But, like, yeah. it was done then. Like, it yeah. was um, – the big plays were Kentavious scoring five points in a row. And yeah. then I think that Rondo where he just drove in and just did a layup. Um, yeah. That was uh, it. Oh, oh, and, oh, and then that three, that three was uh, – it was done. That was the exclamation mark. I've got an observation that's really going to make Paul happy. Yeah. And you know I'm a huge LeBron head. I felt like LeBron, for the first time, I think he looked like past it this this series, especially this game. Duncan Robinson got him real good a couple of times. Like, he's still good, but it's like the first time where he's not – he's clearly not the best. Not even on his own team, but perhaps like third or fourth best. Are you sure? I think he's – Easily the front runner for Finals MVP. No way. I think if, yeah, I'm with. I think he had two bad games, and they they might give it to him as like a legacy thing. But um, I also think there's times where he just subs out and they look they get better. Agreed. Like they move the ball around, and so often on offense, his offense is like this: either he's got the ball and he's dribbling in and getting an and one, which is great, or he just stands and does nothing real far out and it's like four on five basically like he he's often not involved if he doesn't have the ball he's just not involved guys he's he's basically walking to the finals i mean he's a triple double machine he is like spiritually and defensively like leading the team i wouldn't say defensively yeah strong disagree (laughs) so davis is the mvp Agreed. It, even after he just disappeared in that like, in game three, he got fouled out, foul trouble basically. Not fouled out, but foul trouble, right? So well, can't really blame him. Okay, well, and they Rick, lost. Rick, what? Pardon? <laughs> they lost. And they lost. Well, regard. Yeah. Well, partly because AD was so poor, right? Yeah, that's on, what on we're saying. Indeed, that's yeah. what we're saying. So he's the final. <laughs> t- yeah. When he doesn't when he doesn't play well, they've got no chance. <laughs> I think LeBron's going to win the Finals MVP, guys, and I think it's pretty clear cut that he is the Finals MVP. Like I don't, no, I don't really fi- know the, where this is coming from. The MVP goes Anthony Davis one, KCP. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, KCP clearly is two to three. Alex Caruso probably is four. Now okay. I, I reckon if the Heat get one more, regardless of result, Rondo? Jimmy Butler. No, I'd love it. I hate no, the Butler, Jimmy Butler what- storyline. No, wasn't Butler trash today, though? He just couldn't do shit. They nearly won. They lost by 10, didn't they? Oh, yeah, but, I mean, you said it was very close. His, yeah, his offense, was close. His, 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 his offense in the fourth just couldn't cut it. The I Lakers, actually, did, I have a Lakers theory didn't that... guard him, and he couldn't. He can't shoot, and he just he got found out in the same way. Um, he Davis. was trying to expose LeBron, but LeBron makes the outside shots, and Anthony... Putting and, Davis uh, on... Putting Davis on him was uh, quite a masterstroke, I thought. Yeah, it was. I have a, I mean, a statement to make that I think JT's going to hate. Oh, no. Um, I kind of think... I can see why Bam Don't is on it. the court. He's They're defensively way better with him on. But in that third game, and I know AD was in foul trouble or whatever... But when they've got four shooters and Jimmy Butler and they yeah. were just switch, getting switches onto Jimmy Butler and there was just no one in the paint and he'd just dribble in and do a layup, yeah. how good do they look? Yeah. I was expecting and, and, more of that today and it seemed like they didn't do it and and, and partly I blamed because Bam was back and 
Yeah, they need to go Scooby Doo, really get Kelly Olynyk out there, um, and it, it was. Well, I just, two, I just, two I, just I was hoping. I was hoping in the stretch they were going to just go back to that because I, I assumed that that was going to be like they were going to go back to it and we were going to see what the Lakers were going to do differently to um to kind of stop it and uh, but then I felt like they just never went back to it. But Paul, I agree because you know that all you know I love Bam, but I really my first love is Maury Ball. And I they, thought you were going to say Kelly Olynyk. No, <laughs> Kelly Olynyk clearly. Um, but I think that even when Bam was on, they were still. The, clearly, the intent was to like Maury Ball it. Yeah, they were just. So there was one spell where they went crazy small, right? And it was like, like they yeah. had like m- maybe Jay Crowder was possibly on as like their biggest player. I think Crowder. So I love Jay Crowder. Always oh, have. No. Temporarily fell out of love with him. So yeah, not always have, but it's kind of I'm bullshit how he's him. it's kind and of bullshit he, um, how he's whacking he's whacking LeBron on the head um on every layup attempt now. And he's doing thought, hard fouls to stop LeBron getting the and ones. LeBron normally gets the and no, one anyway. He, he's not but Jay Crowder's uh, gotta stop played, doing that. He's no, he needs to foul you gotta foul you gotta wrap them up. He's just soft fouls. He gives up so many and one like he's playing bad. He literally Today, in one play, he like as LeBron was going for the lap, he hit him. Like on the back of the head, kind of it was quite funny if you ask me, but also mm. like like basketball suicide when you consider how many and ones LeBron gets, you know. Um, he played. I I don't want to pile all the blame on Crowder, but he was so bad at boxing out. He gave up about three mm. offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter, where he just didn't box out or just yeah was just like getting out out hustled. And then yeah, he just gives up soft and ones. Like he's he was bad, I thought. But anyway, I hate Jay Crowder. I always have. I I think he's real. He's like the ultimate fake tough guy. No, he's the real tough guy. He bops nah. LeBron in the back of the head when he's doing his and one laps. <laughs> he's like the guy that goes. He like goes to the Grizzlies and just really embodies. Like he just wants to embody that grit and grind mentality, which I really don't like. But um, back to the idea of uh, the Maury, the Heat Maury balling it and just putting all shooters on the court. I feel like the Heat, because unfortunately, just because of the way they're constructed, they are basically they play the t- they play tough defense and good team defense, but they're they're punting defense a little bit when they have Robinson and Hero on the court, who they have to have on the court because without them they don't have enough offense. Right, they're really relying on like a twenty year old white guy to run their offense. And down the fourth quarter, it kind of proved that as the white guys were just kind of um, found wanting on a few key plays. I thought Robinson did some good contests, but he had Yikes. back-to-back layups for KCP and Rondo and kind of that's that, the game um, over, right? That one shot by Hero where, where he shot it over the backboard was so bad. <laughs> In fairness, though, it was one where it was like possibly a fat, like LeBron did get his hand quite a bit on the shot and then went nuts when he was like, I didn't touch it. I hit his hand. I didn't touch it. And then... um. It was crazy for me that uh, that they'd use their review on that. Don't you yeah, the, it was yeah, like the second things, quarter. It's like so yeah. often. It's sometimes it seems like the coaches are using their review just because they're bad the, at pressure. You know, the player is so angry at the yeah. Wrong Vogel, Vogel just does it. No, it's, I think it's a good strategy. So just he just gives Le, he thing. just gives it to LeBron. Yeah, it's yeah. But most. then, but then in the fourth quarter, like there was another one that they wanted to check or something. And or maybe third quarter or something, and and they just don't have it. In, and this one's like a foul or something, you know, yeah, slightly more significant. 
but but yeah, it's kind of interesting because in the in the fourth quarter of the last game we saw uh, in the last series against the Celtics in Heat we saw how important they were and if you make a mistake with it in the fourth you also give up a timeout which can be quite costly as well like it's like mm. yeah it's, it's kind of an interesting one the old challenge sorry JT interrupted you I was just gonna say I think that's actually um, one of Nick Nurse's master strokes like as a coach just really getting it out there publicizing it that he intentionally just calls them in the fourth quarter for an extra break because getting it out in the media also then stops any of the players trying to beg for it before the fourth quarter. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's the, the yeah. Um, c- can I bring up that I'm just sick of seeing these coaches? This is the NBA finals and they're out there in skin tight, baggy. It's somehow tight on the upper body, but baggy on the lower body, Nike dry fit. Um, oh, exact opposite reaction turtleneck with like a zip a zip top that's just not acceptable why can't they get a suit for the finals or something very acceptable Uh, exact opposite reaction i've actually bought i've never bought nike clothes before and i have bought two quote slim line unisex polo since the nba started oh no no, the guy wasn't even talking about the polos he was talking about the frank vogel zip vogel's clothes are so bad he's wearing some like shiny patent leather plastic kobe's it's horrific it's i quite like so i quite like a polo especially how it's like they're in florida and they're like got these summer coaching looks but i yeah i agree with guy that i don't like the zip up turtlenecks well you won't agree with this the reason why the nba finals are getting record low ratings is because it the whole pr- presentation looks like summer league and what they should have done is taken my advice had the players in suits i reckon the reserves in suits too get dion waiters in a nice suit and i reckon they should have painted the whole court gold mm. is that a real suggestion it's a strong i i i genuinely thought they should have painted the court gold i not the oh, whole man. court i thought like just the paint or something just something to symbolize that the finals yeah. are happening. Well, they, they tried. They, did, they did it quite poorly. They just put a red trophy at one end and a blue at the other. Disappointing. I agree that they could have done a cooler court. Golden but, um, court. On the ratings question, all ratings are down and basically for yeah. every major sport, right? Except baseball, which is complicated by the fact that it's regional ratings. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So for, for people who don't know, um, NBA f- finals ratings hit an, a record ratings low down 60% from last year. Um, and, and the facts you need to know are that um, it was the same for the NHL Stanley Cup finals. They were massively yeah. down. And also, and, and some right, first top- right wing figures are claiming that it's because the NBA is too woke. Yeah. So, the, the, what the, 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 what'd you say, JT? Oh, I said that's what put me off. Because <laughs> in, um, in the third quarter, I actually noticed what they had on the back of their shirts, and I was like, "Nope, not for me. <laughs> Will not be watching this anymore." <laughs> You'd watch the whole playoffs up till now, <laughs> yep. and you just realised. Yep. <laughs> and the one you saw was um, Iguodala's group economics. Yeah, and I was like, "Great idea! I love economics, free market, baby." <laughs> <laughs> the, for me, the for me, the single biggest um, contributing factor seems to be from my limited Reddit-based research, is um, the fact that they're competing with the um, uh, NFL, which is obviously the biggest sport in America, which just slams them in the ratings. So those are the two biggest factors, COVID and the NFL. But, yeah, I've, got um, th- I've got a theory yeah. just on the... I I've also, got a theory. 
I've also got a theory. Um, you go first. Worldwide academic, epidemic, whole of world, no one's got jobs. And even those of us with jobs are like, oh, okay, so the world is drastically different. I'm not going to have a job in a year. Probably puts like sports in a little bit of, uh, what's the word? Not comparison, uh, perspective. But doesn't that make it more popular because you need to escape? No. I think the escapism has always been like a lie. I, I don't think escapism is ever real outside of going to games. So I've always thought there's a massive difference between, like in England, the experience and culture around going to games or even going to the pub versus a game versus watching fandom. Okay. Because escapism is the only reason I do it, to get away from the horrors of my everyday life. Yeah, fair enough. Paul, Paul what's your theory? Well, it's it's not just my theory, but the teams always also, I think, hurt. Like, no, yeah. like I think no Warriors, like, there's so many people just like watching the Warriors. I, I just I'd assume the Lakers are probably worldwide the most popular team, though. I assumed, like, everyone would bandwagon in for the Lakers. Yeah, I guess, but but I think it's not just like about it's just about like watching watchability, and yeah. I'd say the Lakers are not a great watch, and the Heat mm. not like you know your casuals don't know anything about the Heat. They, they don't or, know who or, 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 also, is. the Lakers the Lakers are very hateable. Like, there's not not only is there really no storyline because this team mm. was basically assembled this year, but also. Um, there's a lot of people there that a lot of a lot of people just won't watch if you're a LeBron hater or a, you don't no, want to see Rondo and Dwight lift well, the trophy. And no, no one's like been like, oh, I've just been dying to see my favorite player, Anthony Davis. Yeah, <laughs> and Anthony Davis is a bit of a twerp, I think. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. we're all we're all depressed about it. I've got to say though, it's quite amazing though how in the spirit period of us not doing a podcast last couple of weeks, we've been busy and stuff. We've had we've gone from probably the best playoffs we've ever seen, those first few rounds, Nuggets, Heat, uh, Raptors, Celtics, obviously unbelievable, um, to probably the worst, um, uh, terrible like Western Conference Finals, and now te- probably one of the worst NBA Finals I can remember. Well, I think if you'll go back and actually check the um, check the tapes, I said this was a terrible playoffs. I called it ages ago. Check the you tapes. did, but you, you but you called it when everyone was loving it. Yeah, but that's because I knew it wasn't. I knew the basketball <laughs> wasn't good. No, nah, seriously, I knew the basketball wasn't good, but just we were saved by like a, a, an amazing Nuggets um, competition jazz series in that first round and some even games. But like that, you look at like in isolation when just looking at the results, that Thunder Rockets series is so exciting i love that series series if i watched one of those games on replay years later i'd be like this is the worst basketball i've ever seen what about what about what about raptors celtics like it was all amazing raptors celtics was good so that i just feel like there's one series where i really thought this is awesome it could go either way what about nuggets coming back against the clippers it was unbelievable but that's just a choke job by the clippers and that's like some of the worst coaching i've ever seen I'm sorry to say it to the and I'm a Nuggets head. I called the Nuggets, but that they, they shouldn't have won that. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It it did kind of rob us of the Battle of LA. But to be fair though, I don't think the Clippers would have done much uh, better against the Lakers. The kind of depressing state they were in by the end of it, they were run ragged. It's really fascinating to me thinking of the bubble now, and we we kind of the two teams that have made the finals 
not necessarily, I mean, I know the Lakers are one of the favorites, but not necessarily my top favorites to make it, but definitely two teams that like bounce back from COVID the fastest and the best. But the Lakers were always the favorites, right? From even from preseason. Yeah, they're definitely they're definitely one of the favorites. I think Bucks and Celtics were in the conversation, but um, oh god, remember the Bucks? That was a team. Wow, but, I forgot. But about do you that. not think do you not think that part of the re, you know that part of the reason for the fall of the Bucks was just coming out of the not looking like the same team post COVID, and part of the reason for the the um the rise of the Heat was just like really taking advantage of the break, coming back even better, kind of thing. Yeah, so again, as you know, like I don't believe in chemistry and a lot of intangibles, but I do believe <laughs> in like self-belief. And I think that everyone's saying the bucket, if you hear constantly, like the players will watch, listen to stuff and what, you know, are on Instagram that and they hear the whole season, they're just a regular season team. The moment they don't look good in the bubble, you'd start peaking. I mean, yeah. as in peaking, peaking out, not peaking. Performance. Well, I was, I was, I, I thought there was a moment in today's game where I thought the pendulum was swinging a little bit. Third quarter, early fourth quarter, I was like, man, the Heat, a couple of big shots here. LeBron's yelling at Kuzma, this could swing, and um, the 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 Lakers did just enough to. Um, I guess it, it started on the defensive end. Like sh- a huge shout out to the defensive AD on um, on Butler and LeBron on various players. Um, but yeah, it was just the, the Lakers just just got them at the end, and it's a real shame because two all would have been so exciting. It was quite bad luck when over. that um, a split second late that Bam had a bio shot, which would have just made it close again. Yeah, Instead that was a hor- gets waved w- away, and and the Lakers score to like take it out from you know it went from like yeah. three point game to like a seven point game kind of that thing. was a horrific horrific position though and it was really sad yeah. to see the way the heat like butler kind of didn't want to shoot it and he was getting given open looks by the defense and just the two young guys were just a bit it's the pro i mean it really showed how much they're missing dragic because when you're relying on a a 20 20 year old rookie to kind of drive the team in the fourth quarter it was it was pretty it was pretty dire out there yeah. Is here a cold Eurekin, guys? Good question. I'm really I can't decide. I don't mind him. I um, yeah, I don't mind him. So I, I don't think he's. I don't think he's. Re- I don't think he's that cool. But I don't think he's also unlikable. So I I would describe him as painfully uncool. But because he's so young, if you think of him as just like a 16 year old living his dream then he's awesome like he's got a fur coat he's got wavy glasses he's probably got some supreme nike collaboration shoes and he's just living his best life in miami so shout out to that like i find that quite lovable even if his his fantasy is kind of being a little bit of a douche you got you love to see it his fantasy is being jojo riddick 10 years ago <laughs> I um my 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 what was what was your answer what's the answer to that question JT is he cool Yeah no I don't know I actually think he is cool because I think he's um I don't yeah I think he's cool I, I think he is cool but I uh I think you've nailed it I think he's like a he is cool but because he's not he doesn't think he is Shout out to um Mark Jackson for giving us the quote a hero is more than a sandwich 
Oh my god. I will, I don't want to I don't want I'm not a violent person, but I think I would headbutt Mark Jackson if I saw him. <laughs> yeah. If you if you if you said something like that in my park, you wouldn't go home. <laughs> um I uh I I feel like um the the bigger question on here no that's the biggest question is he cool or not that's a huge question that we're all asking every day but my question is because I've I've been a big hero hater right right every series I've been like he's going to fail and besides game one of the finals he's pretty much proven me wrong every game it's been unbelievable the pressure on that lad but I will say this is he for real long term like he's in a great system with no. the Heat. Oh. He's not. He's not. I'm sorry. Sorry. That was that too soon. Did you want to lay it out more? I just you, feel no. <laughs> I like it. You 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 were a big heat believer. Um, what's your take? Okay. I don't think he's as good a shooter as people think he is. And mm. I don't so I don't think he's like that great creating his own shot again. I think he's like really good in a specific circumstance. I don't think he's elite at at anything i think he's above average at a couple of things not enough to be an all-star he's very fit like he plays the whole game and even the fourth quarter he runs with a nice skip i like his run he um before the draft i had him as i couldn't figure him out because people i felt like people were racistly saying he was good at shooting because in college his like i remember like a lot of magic people because basically for the last couple of drafts Magic fans have been like just dying to get a sh- like a three point shooting t- two guard basically, and so everyone loved Tyler Hero and was like, oh him or Nick, um, Nikhil Alexander Walker. Um, and I just remember looking at their stats and being like, man, none of these guys can shoot these shooting guards, and um, so I've actually been pleasantly kind of surprised that he just somehow had a terrible season and it can like. Well, I, I can't even remember what his stats were, but I just remember in that year at Kentucky thinking he, he wasn't very good at three-point shooting. So he's really surprised me because I basically had him as a bust. And, yeah. um, you know, I don't think he'll ever be a, a absolute top guy, obviously, but well, not obviously, but um, but I think he'll be solid. I, I, I see him as being a... Um... A, a Clippers sixth man type player, like a oh, Jam- a, Jamal that, Crawford. Exactly, he'll be a, he'll be a he'll be a Terrence Ross with a, maybe a little more playmaking. Um, he can't. He, he can't. No, <laughs> Terrence Ross is a great sixth man. Okay, good, but but he's got no handle as well, anyway. which is which is quite shocking. Oh, I thought his. Ha- I, I didn't. I didn't even know. I didn't really notice his handle, but um. I, I do think that he, and it was my hope for the Heat in the finals, uh, I mean, injuries kind of have changed everything, but um, my hope was that the, they would get a huge advantage from the bubble where, like, not having to play in front of the pressure of 24,000 people in the stadium. And I, I do think he might have busted out earlier if he, you know, was in the Boston Garden playing in front of a huge crowd, you know? Yeah, how much do you reckon is just like rampant um, confidence? Is how much do you reckon that's worth? Because I, I think it's actually worth a lot on the free heaps. agency market. But heaps of heaps of NBA players have that though. Like, there's tons of people, and that's that's how you get trained. Like Mark, I like I like how Mark Jackson loves pointing out that like even though he's having a bad game, he's still shooting in the um, fourth quarter. It's like every coach coaches that. If you're a shooter and you're open, you have to shoot. You can't. It doesn't matter that it's like what's the Michael Jordan quote? It doesn't matter that if you've missed a hundred shots, you're a shooter, you still put it up. You know, like that's just 
Actually, if you missed 100 shots, probably don't shoot it. Michael Jordan, that's bad advice. Was that in one game or is that Yeah, it's one game. That was a Michael Jordan quote. I don't know why he said that. No, I know that. the quote, but I've just never thought of it like that. I don't, I don't know if that quote's even right. I think I just made that quote up. Apologies to Michael Jordan and the Jordan Foundation. What's the most shots anyone's ever put up in a game? Must be, what do you reckon, 50, 60? Google it. Okay. And who do we reckon it would be? Harden. Okay, mod, let's go modern era only. No old guys. Like, I've got to go. Oh, Kobe got a lot of, would have got a lot of fouls, though. Carmelo must be up there. It's, de- it's definitely got to be a modern player with the modern pace in a 140-point game. It's got to be Harden. And um, and then second option would be Westbrook. Um, yeah. Shout out to Westbrook for that eight grand tip and then leaking it himself. What a hero. Okay, so for people who don't know the news, the news hero is that Westbrook... Oh, nailed it. I absolutely nailed it. What was it? It was, it was Kobe Bryant, just like I said. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Sorry, was that in his last game, though? No, okay, here comes all-time all field goal attempts leaders, per basketball reference, single game. Number one, Kobe. Number two, Michael. Number three, Kobe. Uh, three tied with Chris Webber. Number five, Kobe. Number six, Kobe. Wow. <laughs> number, seven, number, number seven, Westbrook. Number you... seven, equal Kobe. Number seven, equal wow. Kobe. Number there was, 10, some, West, there was also some, some of those Laker years – Remember when it was like Kobe and Smush Parker and stuff? Yeah. And like so Kobe would have been shooting every position. Well, Paul, Paul, you say that, and that's what I thought at first when I saw all those names. But these are the years from one, one down, 16, 02, 06, 08, 07. <laughs> and then 12, 06, 03. Seems pretty, uh, 02, it seems pretty consistent throughout his whole career. Yeah, I nice. can't believe I can't believe that that blows my mind that a that, that you know some of those O two that is it there's a championship year isn't it? Um, you want to hear you want to hear a real piping hot take? What what? If Kobe Bryant was drafted today, he'd be little more than a a six man. Oh wow, that's pretty crazy. No one no one needs that sort of. Like, I don't think his game would be rewarded in today's NBA. Um, don't you think though he would play differently and you know, train different, yeah. different, you know, like what would Shaq do in today's NBA? Like it would be weird. Uh, uh, no, nah, I think that, you know, I think if Shaq was in the NBA, like it, things you would just actually do what they talk about doing with Embiid and Philly. You just can't change the game around him. If, if Shaq was in the NBA today, here's what you would do. You'd sub in your team's um, Alex Caruso style player to guard him and just fall over every time he takes a dribble and you'd get 500 charges a game because NBA refing is busted and they need to, in the off-season, learn um, that players flop. And also just to allow contact. Like, contact happens. Players are allowed to move their arm a little bit to create a little bit of space as long as it's reasonable. And the, the refing pisses me off. Anyway, sorry sorry to bring that up. But there's a few in today's Agreed. game. There was a few plays. Uh, especially Especially Morris um, drawing that three, where it was like, Absolutely taking the piss, and like they've got to fix that. Got to fix it. Strong agree. Should we segue into Premier League chat? Because like I'm, I'm really. Should we just change this whole podcast into Premier League? That's got its own refing problems with the handball rule. But like, how good is the Premier League right now, guys? No, I don't know. Don't watch. I play fantasy Premier League, and it annoys me. (laughs) I've started playing fantasy Premier League as well, but I play I think a different version to you. You play the one where the traditional one where you can all have the same players 
Is yeah, right? it sucks. It's for babies. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, there's no skill involved at all. So I'm playing... I basically chose, because I'm the, the founder of my league, I chose the one closest to fantasy basketball. So it was a draft. Sadly, you couldn't auction draft. It was only Snake, which annoyed me. And you, you know, one person can own a player and that's it. But then the thing is, it's like this weird points. So it's like each player gets awarded points based on a certain amount of things. Which is crazy in soccer because there's so few stats, right? Yeah. But well, that's kind of why they do it because otherwise you would, you know, it would be like some like defenders would get nothing, like barely anything because they're barely assisting or scoring goals kind of thing. And, um, and but the thing can you is, get negative points for deflections yeah, and own goals and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can. I had a guy get a negative one. My team has been so bad so far. But <laughs> um, the thing is, that's weird about it. Is like I think fantasy football. I know maybe it's getting bigger each year, but I feel like it's surely been around for a few years. The lack of stats is crazy. Like, there's no good websites. I even posted on the fantasy football. Uh, pay like read it and was like where can i just get the stats of because it's points based last season just everyone's points i just want to be able to click on that column and get them all in order this player scored the most points last year and it just doesn't exist anywhere you can't see anyone's last year's points yeah is that not crazy that's very crazy what's (laughs) what's more interesting to me well because fantasy soccer still isn't like a huge thing um what's more crazy is like how um little analytics is openly talked about in football in general i think is quite weird like Mm. sure i I mean i know it's hard but like i don't know like distance covered i think uh, i think this is beaten pass i think basketball is so far ahead of other sports in that regard like i always think anytime i occasionally catch a new zealand warriors rugby league game it just never seems like, to me, I'm like, I just want to see the stats. I, I, I try and Google it. I can't see. I just want to see, like, on a last tackle, what, surely there's one thing that's, like, better than the others. And for me, it should be an up and under into the end goal area, have a guy run in and jump up and try and catch it and score a try. But they're always, like, trying this other stuff. Also, why don't they just hire and... like a seven footer, like failed basketball player to catch yeah. those up and unders? Eh? Put yeah, to me, way. it just makes so much sense. But it's like that stat isn't on the online. Do teams have these stats about what's the, but you know, isn't, it's... The, isn't the big issue that with basketball and baseball, you have a huge volume of repeated actions and limited variables? Yeah. So, like, what would you, so I, so I've read an, I read an article on Guardian about just what you're saying, guy, how slow the, how slow football's been to embrace analytics. But I also think for some stuff like, so say that you zero in on a player who um, attempts a dribble and he but he gets tackled, but you'd go, oh, well, that guy, the guy who tackled him is actually an expert tackler. So that doesn't quite count the same as losing the ball to a bad tackler. But yeah. there are so many, but you can't really view that in isolation of what was the game plan? What were his options? Whereas in basketball, yeah. you know that you're shooting within three feet versus a late clock shot. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. No. T- no. 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 I, I I acknowledge that it's way. It is way harder. But um, I'm sure always, the actual teams do do advanced analytics. We just don't. I see always it. want to do a stat, and it's it's not really. You can't even really call it a stat because it does involve sort of 
not all it's not all solid fact but like i've always thought about it for basketball as well (laughs) i think i i try i was going to do it once for like a whole magic game but basically it's very time consuming where you go through and it's like a score it was I, i remember like developing it once for basketball and it was like a score based system where it was like you go through and like you you have to watch every little thing and basically you award the points on so like every time they score you look at it and you say like well they why did they score and you know sometimes it'll just be like that was no one's fault it was a good good defense he just hit a tough fade away but then so often it's like no he didn't rotate and then that guy was open so that's you know even Fournier's fault or whatever he gets a minus three a minus two or whatever um, yeah and then so it's it's it, they're left with the end score and obviously it's time consuming but worth it i reckon okay and great for football amen um two football things i want to bring up briefly might not interest basketball fans but they blow mine first did you guys know that um liverpool has a specialist throw-in coach wow I I so they were that they, they were mocked last year for hiring this guy it's like a weird german guy or spanish guy or something who all he does is coach and focus on the team throwing the ball into the field of play. Mm. This is Crazy. exactly like my dream to be the coach of um, assistant coach of an NBA team whose only job is to try and get them to get the last shot. Yeah. Um, it's just, it, 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 it does kind of make sense. And you think like, like the NBA teams or players will have free throw coaches um, there'd definitely be in football there'd be set piece coaches so why not have a throw-in coach but i'm just like interested in like what's the most niche part of sports that you could be like the coach of like could you be an nba charge coach or an nba bench um atmosphere and vibe coach you know i'd be all about the good vibes if that was an option yeah i think that should be like more of a thing like I know they do occasionally talk about like, oh, he's a great locker room guy, mm. but like, I think it is really important. Like, just to have some guys who are just great vibe, all well, Pete, vibe. Like, they can Pete, be terrible at basketball. Like, they literally like just get like. Uh, I wouldn't be uh, mad if a team just had Kevin Hart on the roster and he was like, and they all just loved him, <laughs> and um, and he just brought a great vibe. I and think Kevin, Smith. I th- I think Kevin Hart's got a real um, Dwight. Well, I don't. I think he's got Dwight upside in terms. Oh yeah, of Dwight. Kevin Kevin Hart's not cool, but Paul was just using an analogy of a guy that NBA players would like. Yeah. Oh, what are you trying to hang on? What are you trying to say about NBA players? <laughs> they love um, Kevin Hart. <laughs> they do quite like Kevin Hart. It seems based on his appearances at All Star Ga- every All Star game and being the only celebrity there because they're like, "What celebs do you want at the All Star game?" And they all say. Kevin Hart and no one says anyone else, so they don't get anyone else. Oh, a couple of the white Wim guys Butler. say, um, yeah, yeah, Wim the Butler. white guy from Arcadia Fire. Arcadia Fire, yeah, Arcadia my personal friend. Is he? Yeah, he I do know this story. No, yeah. we had a full interaction. I vaguely remember it. It's a great story, but I won't tell it again. <laughs> I have to go back. I will have to go back and find that episode. The um. Uh, the the coach you described for um vibe coach is um that's how people are describing Doc Rivers who has great success with underdog teams you know like the Clippers two years ago and then seems to have big problems now with playoff contenders um kind of lacking the X and O's department but being really good at like bringing the time to get the team together he's like a leader 
for like a lot of big issues. He helped the Clippers through the Donald Sterling thing. Like he was quoted he is, today in a Joe Biden speech. Wow. Doc Rivers was. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. And people you were saying it, it was Joe Biden's best speech. You think he'd so coach he would quote a Doc coach Rivers. who is is not like in the doghouse right now, although the although the Clippers have yeah, he just uh, got a new job. He's he's on cloud he's nine. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's pretty funny to take um the shit show team of 2020 and the shit show coach of 2020 and combine them together to make kind of like a circus of shit shows. Is this Philly? Yeah. Hmm. Well, like he's, I saw an interesting quote that doc rivers said, um, there's only one doc in Philly. Call me Glenn. <laughs> and so that like, he might be going by Glenn rivers now. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's a Dr. J. At first I was like, who's the other doc who works for the 76ers? <laughs> I was like, oh, I couldn't figure it out. Um, and then I realized. Yeah, shout to Doc Rivers. Um, I think it's that time right about that time. Wow. For the stars to roll on out. The Okay, first things first, uh, I took a dive into the magic social media world. I was about to do the joke, sorry, I was about to do the joke first things first, and I was about to say I'm the realist, it would have been a great joke, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like What's, what song am I quoting there? And then I realized I was quoting um, the Australian rapper Iggy Azalea. And the line was, first things first, I'm the realist. She was a, a white Australian woman rapping in a black African-American voice in a style that Very she stole weird. off some 90s rapper. Like, she's literally, like, there's a, I like Iggy Azalea. I don't even hate her. But she's, the op- not, she's not the back. realist. She's she, a long um, way from the realist. She was involved heavily in, in an NBA storyline of getting engaged to Swaggy P, Nick Young, <laughs> and then leaving him when D'Angelo Russell accidentally leaks a video of him admitting to cheating on her. He didn't so, accident. Did he accidentally leak it? I thought he no, did. Well, well, you guys think he intentionally leaked it? Well, yeah. I assumed it, it is interesting because, like, how does it get off your phone? Yeah. Oh, but I like it, he, um, it made it made life hard for D'Angelo Russell. Like there was no benefit for him, was there? Other than helping out Iggy Azalea get out of being married to Swaggy P. <laughs> Bullet dodged. Although to be fair, Swaggy P also got out of being married to Iggy Azalea. So it's kind of a best best. It was, it, it really made the world a better place. Like it was good for everyone. I reckon he sent it to his friends, and then a friend leaked it to TMZ for a few grand, right? But yeah. well, how can we celebrate whistleblowers in the corporate environment, but not um, <laughs> not in the um, marriage world? <laughs> good, good mm. point. Very good point. Um, but back to social media. The big tweet this week from the Magic was Evan Fournier, who retweeted Donald Trump announcing he had COVID, <laughs> and said, "Time to try that disinfectant, buddy." <laughs> and um which i really liked <laughs> and the and word then, buddy is like such an yeah. awful word when it's not genuine as well oh. yeah and then he he tweeted again <laughs> read the comments guys trump supporters aren't happy at all and um and uh it did reveal sadly you were talking about how 
earlier, uh, JT, you, you mentioned how nice uh, Magic Reddit is. A few Trump supporters did rear their heads after this uh, tweet from Fournier. And someone someone posted uh, the, the, the tweet and said, I now have a new respect for Evan Fournier. <laughs> and I scrolled down and there were a few comments at the bottom with a lot of downvotes that I, I, I read. And one was, he's a effing bum and I want him gone as soon as possible. Wow. And so I said, uh, as does anyone with half a brain, vote him out. <laughs> and, uh, but the guy, was, the guy was talking about Evan Fournier and then tried to retort with, too bad we can't vote Evan off the team. I didn't reply to that. I thought that didn't warrant Get out of there. Get in, get out. Meanwhile, uh, so Aaron Gordon retweeted the disinfectant tweet, which I thought was quite cool. And meanwhile, I checked checked Vucevic to see if he had as well. And he tweeted, is saltwater taffy good? Just saw the Friends episode where Ross is eating Uh. some and wondering if I should try it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But shout out to Vucevic who had a baby. um, Oh, congrats, bitch. About a week ago, I think, yeah. So that's really the end of Magic Mayhem. I'm going player of the week to Fournier for a pretty crack-up tweet. And, um, yeah, that's basically it. I mean, I have a trade idea, but, Question for you, Paul. Who do you think is um, the most right-wing of the Magic players? Who do you think would be the most, like, Trump guy? Uh, Well, I'd say by default, you'd want to say Jonathan Isaac just because... Abortion. Not not kneeling True. during the anthem. Um, He'd be big into his judges. Yeah. Um I that would be my that would be my guess. Great guess. Did you have another answer or uh no, I don't. I think that um I I do think that um Markel Fultz would be quite um easily swayed by um Trump's <laughs> like grind mentality. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I was going to say he 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 only really supports one thing, and that's being faithful to the grind. Um, D- does Trump grind though? Like he's massively yeah. out of shape. He's famous for playing I, golf. He doesn't pay his taxes. I, like what part of that I is grinding? Think, I I do, I, do, I don't see Markel at all. Markel to me is he's just so kind. Yeah, such a sweet guy at heart that I just can't see, I just can't see it. Um, but but Trump's always grinding. He's have you not seen all those? He's bloody on and getting treated for COVID, and he's still signing all those blank bits of paper. He's not going to let those. <laughs> in a, there's no way he's that pile of, Yeah, he's not going to let that blank <laughs> that pile of blank papers just keep piling up. No way, not on his watch. He honestly, I was about to say about five minutes ago, I had to catch myself from going, "Man, America's crazy," and then I realized that's like obviously, and it's been crazy for a long time now. But, like, it is amazing how, like, every day they manage to, like, up the ante. Like, just when you think, like, things might go normal or maybe Trump will go to hospital and be quiet for a few days and everyone will kind of come together to support the president. But, no, the craziness just, it just never, just every day, it's just, like, a nonstop, just absolute wall-to-wall shit show. And it's it's so amazing. It's just, it blows my, it's, it's uh, I can't even be mad anymore. I'm just like, I'm just shocked. Mm. Amazing. Agreed. Anyway, good luck for the election, America. Um, um, scary to watch. And just a quick magic trade idea. Rumors have it that um, <laughs> Oladipo and Miles Turner want out of Indiana. 
I mean, I'd love to see Oladipo come back, but he's a bit of an injury concern. But Miles Turner to Orlando, get him here ASAP. No, I, I thought Oladipo, bro, like, that'd be pretty special. Like, they, that's what they need. Oh, like, it'd be, uh, yeah, it'd be incredible. No, but um, I'm especially keen on Miles Turner. Just, it seems like um, Pacers fans are kind of sick of him. Like, from, I went on the Reddit always just to peruse, like, fan stance. And they say he's just inconsistent, but a guy who blocks shots and shoots can shoot threes. Sign me up. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's, um, it's, it, it's weird the paces have fallen apart because they seem like such a lovable, like, you know, heat style, build the team from the ground up slowly working towards that chip style mm. vibe and then they're just self-destructed in one off season like it's it's weird i think the coach has got to like but basic judging again on online paces fans um the coach oh they already fired him maybe did they I yeah they, they fired him straight away yeah right okay I, which is I crazy because i i think it was like the fastest time in nba history between signing a, a like extending a coach or whatever like they signed to a new contract like before the playoffs and then fired him after the playoffs. It was batshit. Um, does it, do any of you guys have an athletic subscription to the athletic? Uh, I have I one. Ex- I cancelled it. I, I, I have one accidentally. Um, and Cause there is an article, man, I want to read it. So I saw it because um, Vucevic uh, retweeted it. Um, and it says, uh, so Vucevic retweeted, it's, the article is called, It Was a Crazy Night, How the, Bulk, the Balkan Boys Bonded in the NBA Bubble. <laughs> and man, I want to read it. It's, it's, so it's, it's blocked. But, um, but yeah, it, it opens just setting the scene for their crazy night. Amid the uncertainty of the season's resumption, following a tense players-led meeting, a group of players... The Balkan boys, as they later called themselves, went oh to dinner God. at the outdoor patio at the Three Badges Bar and Grill at Villa del Lago at 8 p.m. It was a crazy night full of emotions. The heat's gore on Dragic, told The Athletic. We this just, is we, the weirdest what story. What was so crazy about it? What was I, so crazy? I don't know. That also, the crazy pants. thing so, was so, that the black players were like out there thinking of walking off their million dollar jobs because of like injustice. And these guys went to get a burger. Yeah. No, he does. He does say we didn't know how the next day was going, was going to turn out, but they also <laughs> said they turned the restaurant into a club. Um, <laughs> oh, no. the I know. How, I now know how this, what happened and it's not good. Wait, you've just read it. <laughs> no, I'm, can you, I think I can like I don't want to make any aspersions about Europeans, but I've got a real strong image in my head of what happened that night. They put on some bedazzled jeans and started jamming out to some <laughs> yeah. bass hunter. That's right. Now you're gone. <laughs> Absolute tune. 
Bass Bass Hunter has some jams, eh? Like bring him back. It the, was, the funniest it was, thing yeah. about ba- Bass Hunter songs are that like he man, he was just the nerdiest musician there's ever been in terms of like pop music at least. Like he um his songs, the English translations, I think I assume they were written for him, like they changed the lyrics. But the original lyrics were like I'm sitting in my bedroom playing on the Dota. Like, yeah. what is Dota? It's like World of Warcraft or something. JT will know. Yeah, that's uh, I, Dota. I no, sorry, I wish I did. Dota, well, Dota was. Um, it's like something. Like I, I looked into it at the time. It was like a, um, I think it was yeah, World of Warcraft expansion of some description. Mm. Like all his songs were about just playing playing World of Warcraft in his bedroom, and then they changed them to be like love songs. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. It's I've really goes hard. I've always had a real problem with um with bass hunter, and that's the idea that he was um hunting bass. bass. When in fact he was <laughs> producing bass, he was yeah. trapping people with the bass. <laughs> yeah. No, he would he would um travel the world hunting bass, capturing <laughs> it, and then releasing it back into the world in the form of beautiful music. Yeah, yeah but right, but you don't call you don't call a fisherman a worm hunter, right? The fisherman just gets the worm to bait the hook. Yeah, it's true. He was a he's a people hunter. Also, yeah. his 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 songs weren't even that bassy, were they? Like he was a bass farmer. He was, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Or or a bass monger. Bass monger. I think that's the name of this episode. If I if I get to title it, if oh, I get to title mate. it, then it's going to be. NBA Finals with a hundred exclamation marks, crazy games with a hundred more exclamation marks. It's called clickbait, and it's how we get them ratings. Um, thank you so much to everyone. Oh, I'm assuming we're done. Uh, yeah, I'm done. Paul, you done? Uh, uh, yeah, I got. I don't think I have anything else. We're sorry we haven't potted in a while. Um, we're working on me and Paul shooting a new TV show of Paul's called um, Taskmaster New Zealand, which is coming out. In uh, a couple of weeks now, which is bloody exciting. Um, hey, congrats, so we've been, we've been busy. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, but sorry, we haven't been we haven't been potting. We'll have to do a, um, a if you're terrible in New Zealand, wedding. You got to watch. Get... You got to watch every episode. So we uh, so we get to do another season. Well, I get to do another season. Guy wouldn't be in that one. Oh, what? Well, how many how, how many seasons till I get on an episode? I'm still well, really waiting, waiting for that episode. Second, second the bite next of season. the uh, but... If really? If okay. It, if it gets another season, you can be on Perfect. it for sure. Thanks, mate. Hey, have you got those sort of? You can make those sort of decisions. Just want to check. Uh yeah. Okay. I Perfect. You can. I'll quit I, my job. I, I, I reckon um, you'd be okay. a good. You'd be a good Taskmaster contestant, JT. I reckon you'd oh, nail sure. it. Um, don't quit your job yet, but in the future. Um, oh well, my, but, that's good because my my main job's base hunting, so uh, that's quite <laughs> lucrative anyway. I've been uh, Guy Williams. I don't do that anymore, but I've always been a big fan of um, Bass Monga. <laughs> <laughs> JT, sign out. Yeah, um, I'll pull still still my gag. So, oh, yeah, don't really have. <laughs> if only we wrote these gags about fifteen years ago when Bass Hunter was the thing. Like most people listening won't even know what Bass Hunter is. Google it. Enjoy. Well, they should. They should just leave. <laughs> Hunt that base. Um, catch you later. Goodbye. See ya.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.